loves orange soda. Kale loves orange soda. I'm talking about Mountain Dews, baby. Uh, <laughs> All right. Give me the soda. Chip, I'm on Jack up on Mountain Dew. There's no pop. It's just soda. Where on the field is a dollar I'm paying for soda? Like one of those hip young old folks from a soda commercial. Trying to sell sodas. Been watching these reports this morning. I have seen 12 soda commercials so far. 12! Give me your job, Soda culture. And here we go. We're back here for week two of Soda Culture, the second episode. This is going to be our subsequent audio podcast for the week. Um, glad to be back with you guys here. I'm your host, Colin Peters, and I've got with me today, Brent Mullins. Hey, what's popping, bud? What's up, man? Um, it's been a good week so far, you know? It's going pretty quick. It's already Wednesday. For you guys, it's Thursday, hopefully Thursday morning. We got some uh, followers so far, so um, how are you doing? Man, I'm, I'm doing great. It's uh, Like you said, week's getting through. Can't really complain. I just had some Skyline before I hopped on here. I love me some Skyline. Oh, baby. And for all of you, all the Texas people that Bren knows listening to this, all of the people that are not from the great state of Ohio, I'm going to teach you a little bit of lesson about Skyline Chili and what it is and the real masterpiece that it is. So um, Skyline Chili is Cincinnati chili, and that is not a chili soup. It's not something you eat with a spoon. This is... A meat sauce over top of spaghetti and then with cheese, a mountain of cheese, and onions and possibly beans on there. I know you don't like your onions, but you, you know I do, so that makes it... So, so I mean, you showed me this, but I, I need to show you some real Mexican food because the Mexican food that you said you liked was absolutely trash. I need to hit up um, my boy Joel, my neighbor down in Texas, uh, whenever I live down there, Um him and his wife could cook up some mean Mexican food. They would always just give us food whenever we were at the pool, just like having a great time. Um, so Dalton, if you're hearing this, show this to Joel, because I don't have contact with him anymore, but Dalton, show it to Joel, and um, hopefully he will listen to this, and he will send me his recipes, because I've been asking him for a couple years. Hey, it sounds like uh, I need to try it out. Um, yeah, back in Ohio, we don't really have the most authentic Mexican food. Kind of pretty far away from that that border over there from you guys but um you know i think we've got some pretty pretty fire mexican spots there if you don't mind me saying you don't. but we 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 do it's just not authentic but anyway uh how, how was the weekend you know i know you went back to texas took your act tell us a little bit about that so yeah uh the act was kind of disappointing um first off no one showed up like to tailgate outside like they're supposed to. Um, this league kind of sucks, but you know if I didn't do this punish- punishment, no one would. Um, so all of our names that are in fantasy league this year are actually named after dictators, but we uh, mixed our uh, commissioner's name into it. So his name's Charles, but we call him Chuck. So my name's Chuck Jong-un. Um, there's a bunch of other ones and. They just didn't show up for this because the weather wasn't that good. And they don't believe that I took it, but, you know, I was there. I took it. I walked out expecting to see them tailgating, and they just weren't tailgating. So it was kind of brutal. I had this one kid come up to me. He was like, hey, man, like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? I was like, dude, like, 
I'm just older than y'all. He's like, how old are you? He's like, and I was like, 23. And he just kept going on. He's like, why are you here taking a 23? I was like, I lost my fantasy football league. He went and told a couple of the other people. They were all just asking me questions like in the hallway and stuff. Uh, but yeah, no, I did really bad. Um, and I got out of there as quick as I could. But you could only take it in sections. You had to do like those little peel things. Um, everybody else had calculators. I didn't. <laughs> so I really just went with uh, educated guesses. But I don't remember any of that math. Hey, well, it sound, sounds like it went great for you. Um, I, I think we'll all be excited to see what your score is when it comes out up there. I, this is going to be pretty funny. We'll have to put that on the story. But, um, yeah, no, we're definitely excited to, to be back this week for our, our second podcast. Um, thank you for everybody listening last week. It was great to finally get something off the ground here and get rolling with uh, Soda Culture you know, it's going to be, we're going to be talking about movies, music, TV, um, books, sports. Anything that you guys recommend as well. If you have a topic for us, let us know. Hit us up on um, Instagram, through their main platform right now. So DM us um, either my Instagram, Colin's Instagram, or even the Silver Culture Instagram. Uh, just let us know. We're down for anything. Yeah, DM us some, um, some segment topics there some potentials there we'd love to maybe integrate those into the show and give you guys what you guys want to hear about but uh, yeah definitely you know it's a it's a big week this week uh we're going to be talking some borat 2 today the subsequent movie film and then we'll also be talking some bachelorette as well some bat shit and it was a crazy week this week but uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit uh, right now you know it's halloween weekend coming up and you got many good plans for the weekend bren what are you dressing up as uh, I don't know what I'm dressing up as right now. I was going to go as um, the Reno 911 people for uh, you know the new boot goofing thing. Done that before, but it was a hit. Everybody loved it. Uh, I had some great pictures. I'm sure we could uh, post one in like a little collage uh, on our Instagram, but uh, it's going to be too cold. I forgot. You know, I'm not in Texas anymore, so it got cold really quick, and I was looking at the weather. So at this point, I have no idea... Maybe Austin Powers. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> now that that'd be a good one. You got to have somebody uh, be your Doctor Evil. That'd be pretty great. Doctor Evil or uh, Foxy Cleopatra. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Those are some good ones. That's great. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't see. I'm going back for uh, a wedding this weekend, so I don't think I'll probably be dressing up too much. If I get the chance, maybe I will, but. Uh, Brent's got the little cork popping over there. All right, pouring himself a nice little glass of the uh, the rye, but Cooper Fanny rye. There you go. Yeah, but I don't know if it'll be dusting off the the costumes this weekend, but it should be a good one. Definitely excited for the wedding this weekend. Finally, get a chance to go back to Versailles uh, for the first time in over three months now, which is crazy. Never been away from home that for that long. Really? Never in my life. Wow, that's insane. Also. So, how do you know this guy who's getting married? Or the girl? Who do you know? Oh, so, yeah, it's one of my classmates from high school. She, uh, Lauren, uh, congrats to Jacob and Lauren this weekend. But, um, yeah, Lauren and I graduated high school together out of a class of 105. So, you know, we know each other pretty well. And then, uh, and yeah, this is the first wedding out of anybody of my class that I'm getting to go to. So, definitely excited to... You know, start having these. I just had 
two of my really good friends actually get engaged recently. Um, shout out to Brett and Corey recently for getting engaged. Um, definitely happy for them. And so we're going to be having some weddings coming up here in these next couple of years. I'm, I'm excited for it. It's going to be a blast. Yes. Yeah, I mean, shout out Lauren and what is it, Jacob? Jacob. Yep. Shout out Lauren and Jacob for, um, you know, having their wedding. But um, I just want to say uh, good luck. But I hate you guys kind of both of because you're taking Colin away for the weekend. And um, yeah, that's really it. It's Halloween weekend. Come on. I need, I need, I need my roommate here. <laughs> Yeah, Brent's going to miss me. He's uh, been without me too long. But <laughs> no, but anyway, have you uh, done anything festive this week for Halloween? Any Halloween movies, spooky shit that you've you've seen? No, I mean, you know, I feel like once you get a little bit older, you know, Halloween's really just like that weekend. Or like usually, I mean, luckily this year it's falling on a Saturday. So usually if it's like in the middle of the week, everybody does it the week before because like, after it's like whatever but like we're kind of at that stage where like you know half the people are like oh no dude like i'm not dressing up me i'm always gonna dress up it's halloween you have to yeah no i think halloween is probably i mean aside from christmas gotta be my favorite holiday of the year college me at halloween thrived like absolutely thrived i would go all out uh i'll have to post some of these pictures to my my stories if i can but um I had a theme for the first two years going as as white rappers. I went as Post Malone my freshman year. And this is a point where Colin had very long hair and I could do the full cornrows. And so it was uh, it was something. And I've got a pretty good story to tell about it. That, that night was pretty shambly for sure. But I'll probably tell that on a different podcast. Maybe next week. Maybe I'll give the, the throwback. But. Let, me, let me ask you a question. So, well, first off, Best Post Malone costume, and if you can beat it, I'll give you the most props ever. But it was my friend Khaki, shout out to Khaki. She dressed up as Post Malone, and it was actually awesome. But other than that, what was I, I think mine was actually awesome as well. Okay, well, <laughs> I'll have to see it. I haven't seen it, so let me see it in a little bit. But other, if that was, or another one, what was your favorite Halloween costume that you've dressed up as since college or like in college? It- in college, definitely the best one that I ever did was, and this is the one I got the most praise for ever too, was uh, when The Greatest Showman came out that year, I went as uh, the Hugh Jackman slash Zac Efron character. It was kind of like a hybrid between those two, but basically the same thing. And then my, then at the time, girlfriend went as Zendaya's character from it. So she had the pink hair and everything. And... It, it was actually great. It was a really good costume. I uh, kind of made it out of all from scratch. Like found a red jacket at Goodwill, um, glued some stuff to make a vest, and it turned out great. Yeah, we've got some some really cool pictures, but that was a lot of fun. Um, I definitely enjoyed my sophomore year as well. I went as a little dicky that year too, <laughs> and I was huge in a little dicky as a freshman. So that was that was a blast. What about you? Oh. Gosh, so last year I had an absolutely brutal costume. Um, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it's with Zac Efron, uh, Michael B. Jordan, and uh, Miles Teller. Oh, the night before? Is that it? I don't think so. That awkward moment. That awkward moment. That awkward moment. Damn so, it. Remember when he walks into that uh, TV, or not the TV, but to the party? Yeah. And it's, uh, it was supposed to be a formal party, but he dressed up as that. So I did that costume. 
rock out with my out. And this is an explicit podcast. You're allowed. No, to say. it's not explicit. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> he, what what Brent meant to say was cock. Oh goodness. Um, but other than that, one of my favorites was uh, I went as a gynecologist. That got a lot of lot of love. Like whenever we had our like little party, people loved it. Everybody's trying to take pictures with me. All I did was get like a doctor outfit. I literally just put like a piece of like construction paper and taped it to my uh, chest and just said gynecologist. And I made someone spell it for me because who knows how to actually spell it. <laughs> no, that's great. That's, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, Halloween's the best. Uh, that's one of my favorite trends on TikTok right now too is they play the clip from, I think it's Mean Girls, but it's uh, Lindsay Lohan and they talk about how Halloween is the one time of the year girls get to dress up like sluts or something like that. And then it's it's them wearing something absolutely ridiculous, like dressing up like Bob Ross or like something absolutely not like sexy at all. So I, I think that's one of my favorite trends at the moment. Have you have you seen that um, video uh, that Caleb guy from Barstool where he went to Arizona State and they were talking about like Halloween costumes and stuff? It was like the middle of the summer. And they went over all of that. It was one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. No, I, I haven't seen that one, but I have met Caleb before. Great guy. Actually, really nice. But, yeah, said that. But yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, yeah, definitely excited for everybody. Have a great Halloween this weekend. You'll be hearing this sometime either tomorrow, um, October 29th, Thursday, October 29th, or later. So everybody have a safe Halloween this weekend. Uh, take care, but have lots of fun. Uber, do not drink and drive. Yeah, PSAs, use those Ubers. I'm sure there's going to be some discounts this weekend, so go ahead and use them. And Uber is cheaper than a DUI. Facts. Big facts. I bet you could Uber from a lot of places for cheaper than a DUI. You can go from here. I almost bet you could um, Uber across the country. I bet it'd be close. I know Mr. Beast did a uh, Uber across the whole country. I wonder how much that was. We can look that up. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, if, I mean, Uber, it, I guess it depends. If they're they're willing, but it's got to be just a couple grand, right? Cross country Uber cost. Okay, these aren't super specific, so I'm not going to go into it. But I mean, I, it's probably a couple grand. What what's a DUI? At least ten, fifteen grand. I mean, it's it's a lot. So yes, do not drink and drive, everybody, but have a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and and, <laughs> and if you've got good costumes, send them to us. We'll feature them on the Instagram page. Um, all the best ones and hey maybe you'll win a prize or something like that but um, yeah it's been a big week this fall, thus far with things coming out in pop culture um, what what we had coming out this week we had uh, MGK released the video for Forget Me Too uh, I'm definitely a huge fan of the new album um, tickets to my downfall I, I think it's really great what he's done with turning his turning his image almost in his sound of like the pop punk era and it's kind of like transporting me back to early 2000s when I was like eight, eight years old and for some reason I was angsty like did you did you have that stage also like Linkin Park all of those those people oh 100% yeah I mean my chemical romance yeah and, and, <laughs> and like it was it wasn't what I was expecting you're kind of the one that like brought me back to it um and like showed me it and I was like whoa what yeah, I love that he incorporated like the the rock elements in it, and so much like electric guitar, and he's got some great features on there as well. He's got Halsey and Forget Me Too, uh, best song. I, I think that's either my, that either or that one's popular. 
that one's very very good um but i also really enjoy um uh, my ex what is it my ex's best friend um but i yeah i love those songs too it's a really great album if you haven't uh checked it out yet go ahead and listen to it it'll it'll pick you up it's a good pick me up listen to it at the gym or something like that it's a good one for that but um what else has come out this week big booty mix 18 huge one for the party scene everybody in college uh i think it's a big you're welcome from two friends i i actually purchased it last weekend while i was incredibly hungover because i didn't do anything on saturday so i was like well i'm just gonna buy the ticket to listen to it live for their debut and it was actually a lot of fun i just sat there by myself and played it on the speakers and uh, i thought it was a good one i think it's it's up there at their tops Definitely, you know, they used a lot of TikTok songs in there, which is, you have to right now. There's just, I mean, every new song basically that gets popular is popularized through TikTok at the moment. I mean, even so, old songs. I mean, the Fleetwood Mac song. Yeah, I yeah, I think it's it's huge what they're doing, and I really enjoy uh, all the big booty mixes. 16 is still my favorite, for sure. I know you like 11, but... 11's the best, by Yeah, that's the, the Office theme song. I like the one that opens up with uh, the Willy Wonka song, but hey, it's each their own, and yeah, if you haven't checked it out yet, go listen to it. Um, we might go ahead and d- dive deeper into that next week, uh, maybe do some Big Booty rankings. Question for you. Sure. How, how did you first find like the Big Booty mix? I think, I well, I actually saw it last year or the year before. I remember when, I, it was probably 16 or 15 dropped. And a bunch of people were putting it on their Instagram stories because we were in college at the time. So that's what people listen to when they're at a house party or something like that. So that's how I got into it. And then this summer or early during COVID times, I just started listening to like all of them. And I was like, man, these are just a lot of fun. Like it's such good background music and it just kind of pumps you up and it's a blast. I, I like the little uh, like snippets that they have in all of them. <laughs> Those are my favorite things in the world. Like the the I declare bankruptcy. They drop the the Michael Scott in there. The somebody suck me from Dave, and then the two dudes chill on a moped. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my personal favorites has to be the I'm never gonna financially recover from this from from Tiger King on, yeah. on the. Well, I guess it was 17 now, but. Yeah, and those those are those are a blast. I think that's kind of ingenious how they put those in there, but yeah, it's different. Like that's kind of how they separated themselves. Definitely, definitely. And then uh, you saw something something big come out recently. The uh, Kid Cudi news. Yeah, so I was just scrolling through Twitter and I saw um, Kid Cudi. He was just like, yeah, like he uh, some uh, page just posted Kid Cudi announced uh, Man on the Moon three. And someone was like, oh, you know, and he just responded and he was like, oh, it's coming. Don't worry. But like Man on the Moon 1 and 2 were, I mean, just great albums. I get straight like nostalgia listening to them. Great songs. Reminds me of like freshman, sophomore, even like eighth grade year. Um, it was just great music. So I'm, I'm pumped for uh, Man on the Moon 3. Hopefully it can go back to that type of style because, I mean, it's kind of what we're missing right now. All this mumble rap and things like that. I miss that type of music for sure. Yeah, Bren's a Bren's a traditionalist. There, he's. Uh, I I wasn't. You know, I didn't listen to Kid Cudi a whole lot growing up or anything. You know, the more popular ones, Day and Night, and Pursuit of Happiness, and um, what is it? I, I can't even remember. Well, um, well, you're missing out. 
Yeah, I mean, I I enjoy his stuff, but um, yeah, that that'll be interesting to see. You know, it's always good to have anything new coming out nowadays, and hopefully, all this time that everybody's had for writers and for music, they've had a lot of time to sit down and just write some really great songs. So I think, hopefully, once all this is over, concerts are going to be freaking insane. Concerts are going to be awesome. Albums, you know, albums. They should be kind of coming out like a lot more, like some big name rappers and uh, even just musicians in period because all they've had is time. Most of them have studios in their house and if not in their house, they can go to a studio. I mean, they're not around people that they're not around or that they haven't been around in the studio, you know? And even people that are uh, featuring on those tracks, they're not, half the time they're not even there with them. They just send them a snippet. Yeah. So, I mean, I believe that this was a great chance for people to just start making albums and doing that. And I just haven't seen a lot of like big people come out with albums. I might be wrong, but I have. Yeah, that's, um, you know, albums are kind of harder to come by, it seems like, nowadays with just streaming being so prevalent. Everybody's just listening to one-offs and singles that are releasing all the time. And then, you know, and that single from 2016 is then on an album that came out in 2018 and it's like okay they they released that one song then but what have they been doing since then exactly 100 and one of the biggest people that i've noticed that with is uh post malone mm-hmm. like he had white iverson and he released that with what was it stony and i was like well that was like two three years ago bro yeah but i mean it's still a great song and like whenever it came on an album i'd still listen to it yeah um but i guess one good thing about about all the one-offs nowadays though is like new music fridays are always happening there on on spotify and you get to see a lot of really good new music coming out uh anything you know you've thrown on the playlist recently here that that you're really enjoying and um right now what have you put any new music on your playlist recently um i really haven't i really just go to my like tracks and then I uh, I will listen to like the top fifty charts. So I was listening to um, what was it like Little Baby earlier. I really like his music. He's really good. Um, and other than that, it's really just I'm looking at the charts, kind of figuring out what's. I saw number one was an Ariana Grande song. So I really haven't added much, and I'm I really haven't been listening to a lot of music lately, unless like something really strikes me like oh this person's releasing an album then i'll listen to it through yeah my my biggest find recently has been uh it's called the band camino and it's either camino or camino but they have a ton of amazing songs it's all like alternative rock kind of stuff really just what i'm into um if you haven't listened to them yet go check them out on there my favorite songs are probably um, my thoughts on you um what i want and i just found a new one called the black and white so go check out the band Camino um, I think you'll really like them let me know what you think about those but I guess uh, you know I think that's probably all we have for for new things right now um, why don't we get into a little bit of a little bit of best ball right now um, let's talk about some sports for the weekend what, what happened in, in your world of sports so first things first is you were correct uh, last podcast when you said you thought the Dodgers were going to win the World Series. I was wrong. I was really hoping the Rays won, so it made the Astros look a little bit better. Uh, that's just a biased uh, position, but I'm happy for Kershaw. Um, 
you know, they've been, what, three? They've been the World Series three out of the past four years. So uh, it was about time that they won one. Uh, other than that, you know, Odell Beckham got hurt, Torrey's ACL, uh, wishing him a great recovery. Love Odell, great uh, personality for the NFL. And then Antonio Brown with the comeback with Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Debo Samuels. I mean, that looks like a solid team. I would be surprised if they don't make the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's uh, going to be scary down there in Tampa. I'd, see, I wasn't expecting him to go there. That's just not where I thought it was going to be because they do have so many weapons with, with Godwin and Evans and Ben Gronk and everybody that they've got there. I was not expecting them to throw a third one in like that. But if anybody's going to do it with him, it's going to be Tom Brady because Tom Brady's insane. Just, I I don't know. I, well, well, he pushed them. Apparently, I read an article. It was like, he pushed uh, the Bucks to get Antonio Brown. He also pushed the Patriots to get him as well before everything went down with him. But he, like his first game there, he threw him a touchdown. So, I mean, that's awesome. Kind of hurts my fantasy team. I have Mike Evans uh, on my in my second league that I play. So, not too happy about that. And I, I even think I have Debo Samuel. So, um, well, Debo Samuel's on the 49ers. Oh, not Debo. Um, who's the other guy? Chris Godwin. Godwin. Okay, yeah, Godwin. My bad. I'm an idiot. But, yeah. So, I mean, they have a lot of weapons. And it's been kind of uh, interesting to see how... uh, Or it's going to be interesting how Antonio Brown fits into it. And, I mean, the guy's amazing. He's going to get his targets and he's going to score touchdowns. That's what he does. Hopefully, like, you know, he's doing okay himself. Kind of got right mentally. He's been staying out of the spotlight, which is good. So, hopefully, he can come back and uh, do really good. I'm rooting for him. Well, you just, you know, you want to see which Antonio Brown they're going to be getting out there because there's there's a lot of different examples of Antonio Brown. Is it Antonio Brown twerking in the end zone and jumping on the goalpost, uh, just absolutely lighting it up in Pittsburgh? We or sure is hope it... so. That's what we want to see, right? Like, there was a kicking or kicking punters or kickers, <laughs> just straight like Spartan kicking them, 300 kicking them. That was, yeah. Like, I mean, that's what we want to see. Right? I don't care what team you root for. That's what I want to see. That's the Antonio Brown I want to see. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping to see. I want to just see some antics. Give me some Give me some good clips. That's all I really need. I think him jumping on the goalpost was probably one of my favorite things that I ever saw. I never laughed so hard when I, I saw him just go up and boom, just right on top of that. It was I hilarious. Mean, he, he is an amazing like entertainer, but he's also just very good at football. Yeah. He is so good. So when you're that good and you can entertain, it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, and we don't have a whole lot of football to talk about this weekend just because um, Brent's team took an L this weekend and played the Chiefs. So not not much to expect there. But then my Colts were on a bye as well. So, um, you know, neither of us had any Ws this weekend. I got to go watch the Browns play with uh, my freshman roommate, Zach. We got to go over to the Joe Theismann restaurant in Alexandria, which was uh, pretty cool. There's a lot of, a lot of Washington football team fans there, which is kind of funny. I've never been to a Washington bar like that before. So Didn't they win? They smoked oh, the yeah, Cowboys. Oh, yeah, Cowboys. Hey, anybody listening from Dallas, y'all's team sucks. Y'all are brutal. Andy Dalton got, got murdered. He was absolutely brutalized. The Red Rocket went down. But, but... Let, let me put this into perspective. Dak, very talented quarterback, and you know, 
I hope he recovers well and he can come back just as strong. They should have paid him 100% before the season for this exact problem. But do you think the Redskins would have won even if Dak was there? Because I do. They almost lost to the Giants. And honestly, I don't think they would have beat the Giants unless Andy Dalton went in. Um, I mean, that's a hypothetical that I, I don't know how to throw it in there because the Cowboys scored a lot of points with Dak. But they also gave up 25 to the Washington football team. So I don't know if they would have gotten there. But And Zeke's been struggling too lately. So who knows what kind of you know potency their offense would have. But I, I think it's kind of funny to see Washington beat them like that. <laughs> that was great. But and the Cardinals are looking good. Cardinals are looking very solid. This short man, Kyler Murray, is, is might take him to the promised land. Who knows? But Who knows? But, yeah, that's... Uh, that's a little bit of basketball. That's what we're talking this weekend. Wrapping up the MLB season this year, the shortened COVID season, and uh, with the Dodgers winning it. And so two L.A. teams have already won this year now. So um, might be the year of you know L.A. teams versus Tampa Bay teams in, in the, the finals this year, which is nuts. Just, what other L.A. team? Well, I mean, the, the Lakers won. They won mm-hmm. the title. Yeah. And then the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup. My dang stars. Honestly, the... So it's, my, those are two powerhouses in, in the leagues right now. My, it's, my teams cannot beat the, uh, I guess, Tampa Bay. They just cannot. My stars lost in the Stanley Cup, unfortunately, but shout out to the stars for making it. And then my Astros lost to the Rays. It, it was just unfortunate. Let's go. Soda culture, baby. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we've got some powerhouses. There's new centers in sports. It's L.A. and Tampa. Who would have thought? Tampa, who would have thought? And, you know, going back to what you said, who would have thought that Brady would have ended up in Tampa? I would have guessed another destination, but looks like, you know, that they've kind of settled in and that they're doing good. Yeah. That's definitely crazy. But, all right, well, let's uh, start talking some Bachelorette this week. What a crazy batch shit week this was. We're going to talk some bad shit right here. I mean, this is uh, the episode I think we've all been waiting for. And how is it three weeks into the season already? I don't know. Because we're all rooting for Claire to leave. She sucks. But she is still there after the third episode, which after hearing everything and seeing this season so far... There is no reason that this should have been dragged out for so long. I know she's listening to producers, but man, she oh, it, it's nuts. Is she if she was listening to producers, there's just no way that she would just be talking about Dale all the time. There's no way that they would have had to bring in another bachelorette. Yeah, no, I mean that's she's not listening to anybody. She just wants I don't know. I no, I, I hate her. I absolutely hate <laughs> her. I don't I, nothing is going to change my opinion. Um She's the Who's devil. The girl? Uh, Taysha. Taysha. Taysha is going to be a blessing. She's going to be awesome. She was looking good at that like last final clip. Ooh, She's going to be yes. awesome. The guys are going to be excited because um, they're not going to be drooling all over Dale. Or <laughs> I hope be, they're not drooling over or Dale. Or she's not going to be drooling all over Dale. Uh, hopefully my boy Bennett gets a chance. Okay. Your boy Bennett has significantly grown on me. This man... I think he won the episode. If he doesn't end up winning this season, please, God, make him the next Bachelor. Because this guy would be hilarious. I I don't know what it is about him. He is almost... He looks like Superman. Okay, Clark. He, who? 
Or is it not Clark, Clark Kent? Clark Kent. <laughs> yes, we are, we're a movie podcast for sure. <laughs> yes. Clark Kent, you know, I'm used to reading names, uh, last name, first name. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, there, there you go. There you go. But yeah, no, this guy, he has to be the Bachelor. I think he's just like almost douchey enough that he can make it fun still. But he's also just like he doesn't give a shit whatsoever that it's I, – I think it would be great. Just throw him in there with 30 women – who he almost doesn't give a rat's about Tell the entire time. His business, that's what he's doing. They're swooning over him, and he's just sitting over there, like counting his four hundred one k, like watching the stocks go up, and buying another uh, Rolls. Buying another Rolls Royce, but yeah, that'd be. Oh, I, please make Bennett the next Bachelor, but yeah, this this week was nuts. It started out with the Yosef and Claire drama, with uh, finally the clip that we've been seeing all season with. Somebody saying, you're the oldest bachelorette of all time. I expected more of you. And that was Yosef, which I think we could have all guessed that would be him. He kind of um, exploded there. And it was just not a good look for him or Claire. I I think he had some good points to start about, you know, feeling like she was, I guess, rude to all of them. And and not a good influence. Yeah, and and bad on that. But then he just, I think he took it way too far. He's... um, and he just messed it up for all guys. Just w- the way that he walked out of there and was just screaming at her. And then she brought up the whole line again. She recycled her. I would not want you to be m- the husband or the father of my children again, which she used with Juan Pablo before. So she's recycling some old stuff there. And uh, but yeah, sent him home. And then um, after that, you know, she's crying. And then what do we have? Dale Swoop. Dale. Dale Swoop, number one of Who the episode. Dale? Dale swoops in. He he helps her out, and then uh, yeah, it was it was something of an episode. It, then um, we had what was it? The oh, it was the first group date. Then when they were supposed to go do something, and then they all just ended up staying back for a cocktail party. A and, long cocktail party. And then Dale. Don't that. It was a long. Cocktail. Yeah, a long cocktail. <laughs> and then. Dale comes in with the the good guy act. I only need her for five minutes. That, that's all I need. This I just need to talk with her. And then steals her for an hour. An hour. And this man... <laughs> I don't know how they were all so po- like, polite of just letting him steal her for that long. I don't understand it. That's why I don't blame uh, Yosef. Because I would be the same way. Like, yo, forget this. Like, you're not giving us a chance. Like, let me get out of here. Let me, like, create this situation. And if you're going to use a daughter situation where, like, you're not a good influence on her, I definitely would have gone a uh, more uh, peaceful route because he was not being a good influence on his daughter there either. But, jeez, man, like, they just need to leave. Get out of here. (laughs) I hate her. Yeah, this was the Dale episode, basically. And you know Dale was on, uh, he was a uh, party city model before he was on the back yeah sticking with the halloween theme here yeah we've got a couple great pictures of dale dressing up in some halloween costumes so look those up those are pretty hilarious we might throw those on the uh insta story but yeah this basically how the first first date went it was dale had the awkward group hug he made everybody get a group hug which was extremely awkward and weird listen to it I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think they're... See, that's the thing with this season. Or at least, like, it seems like all Bachelorette seasons. It's the guys. They all just want to appease 
the the bachelorette and so they just will agree with almost anything i think it, it it was pretty evident later when claire came in like crying about yosef and they were all like they're like yeah claire we we completely agree with you we hear you we're here for you when she not crying that that is extremely true <laughs> that this this season needs like a kleenex sponsorship when, when dale's giving her attention that's when she's not crying that's for sure and so the group hug goes into the hour-long nearly bang sesh for Dale and Claire. And then he's absolutely cucked by Easy, who walks into the house. and Shout out Easy, that, That's the move that you need to make. That guy should have done that half an hour before. But um, then he comes back and just gets absolutely death-stared by all the guys. So, I, I mean, I don't blame any of the guys for the way they reacted towards Dale this episode. But uh, get that stare. And then what happens next? The Dale double snatch. He snatches her back up again and to take her. Out with, the, out with her in front of that other dude. She takes him. The, the fart guy. <laughs> no, no, not fart guy. It was Chasen. Who? Chasen. Chasen also looks like the most. If you think of the word Chasen, this guy looks exactly like what you just thought of because short, <laughs> kind of swole, scruffy beard. I don't know what that guy is, but I, he's a Chasen through and through. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> and then Dale had the worst. Uh, Reasoning I've ever heard for his, you know, snatching her up for a second time. They're just saying, "Oh, I was in a daze and confused." And well, he knows he has her. So he's like, got I, it in the I bag. Mean, what do you expect? He's like, "Why are these chumps wasting their time?" Like, this is my girl, and we're about to run off together. They probably knew by the second episode, and they just had to drag it on. Yeah. And, like, they were like, oh, yeah. We they tried to get it. as much out of it as they could. We, we could drag it on throughout the whole season, and, like, I'm just going to pick you. But, like, the producers and everybody were like, oh, no, this is way too obvious. Like, you guys love each other. Like, get out. Goodbye. Yeah. No, I, that's uh, I, that's why I was saying, like, she listened to producers. That's what I meant by that was, like, she basically had to listen to them as long as she could. And then, and then she just, I think she's just broken and she's just like, yep, Dale. Like she just, this was just the Dale episode, like I said, because right after that, boom, she gives him the rugs. Are there odds right now, like betting odds that, uh... You can't make money on a Dale bet right now, for sure. No, 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 but are there odds saying that, will they get divorced? Because I will bet $1,000 immediately if there are odds... That they get divorced. And yeah, like if it's if it's over under like ten years, I will bet the under. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the you know divorce odds are if if There's they've odds. come up with that yet. And they're high. Like they barely they knew each other for three weeks. Are you kidding me? Yeah. The uh, or I bet you they were talking beforehand. I want to see what Dale came into the season at a thirty-five to one odds of being the guy, and. Who is, who is the best odds? Was it Bennett? I know it's, it's Zach J, who was actually the guy that went on the one-on-one with her. Fart guy. Oh, fart guy. Fart guy. So, yeah. Well, well awful introduction, man. Yeah. That, that was tough, for sure. Um, but then, yeah, he had a kind of rough episode here, too. He went on the one-on-one with her, and they basically, you know, kept it really low-key for her because she just didn't want to do anything. She's thinking Dale. I wish Dale was here. I just want a long cocktail party so I can hang out with Dale and not the rest of you guys. And Yeah, he was real awkward in this date. Um, you could tell he was pretty nervous, but they were there at the pool then afterwards, and they tried to kiss, and it was the second boofed kiss of the season. Absolutely boofed. And the first one... Um, my guy, I 
can't even remember what his name is. I've forgotten. Oh, I thought he was your guy. I've forgotten him. I've forgotten who he is um, because I'm firmly on the Bennett train now. Oh, are you really? <laughs> I'm standing up for a high five right now, by the way. There we go. Yeah. And uh, no, I'm on Bennett train. Not to be, you know, not to be the winner of the season, but to, I don't know, just do some more stuff because I think he won this episode for sure. Um, but yeah, Zach, Zach J just got absolutely just bounced out of that place after that failed kiss. And so, so see a fart guy, best odds are out of there. So early upset, but hardly an upset at this point. And then the second group date, we had the roast, which I thought was, was pretty great. It was essentially, it was supposed to be the roast of everybody in the house, but it was just the roast of Dale. And this is where I thought, you know, Bennett came to shine again. This is his best part of the episode. I thought, um, he's just really been growing on me a lot and, he had some pretty good jokes in there about Dale. It was great. But I didn't understand Claire's just incessance on being upset with people for making fun of Dale. As if she didn't talk about Dale on every single one of their dates so far to each of them and ask them questions about it. It's like, all right, yeah, they should be able to make jokes about him if that's all she can talk about too. So he's Dale's just in everybody's mouths right now. But yeah, it was... Uh, it was kind of a rough end of the episode there. Just everybody pretty much getting, you know, shafted by Claire. Not giving a rose out I'm at the end. excited for the next episode. Let's get Tasha on this episode. We saw her in the end credits. Um, Tasha, what's up? Yeah. What's up, Tasha? If you don't actually find a real guy in this episode, let me know. You can have Brad. You can have me because um, they don't deserve you. Except for Ben. Ben deserves you because... I threw money down on Bennett. There you go. Yeah, but yeah, that was that was some a batshit week for sure. But yeah, we'll be back next week to see you know how quickly Claire gets out of out of the house. My my thoughts are that it'll be within the first twenty minutes of the episode that she's going to be gone. Hopefully, I hope so, and just introduce Tasha real quick and have the season get back off on the right foot. And that's yeah, yeah. So Claire sucks. I think we all agree. Sucks. 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 I said this from the start. Not everybody agreed, but I'm over here saying it. I also said, Bennett's the boy. Colin disagreed, and now what's Colin? Colin agrees. Listen to me. I'm not a huge, like, this is my first season ever, like... You're, you're not a hero, right? You're, you're not a hero for that. D- don't... Some would call you a hero, but, you, you know... I mean, I, I, like, I look at myself as a hero. This is my first ever season <laughs> watching it, right? And, I, like... I, one of my greatest strengths in life is telling how who people truly are whenever I first like see how they talk and walk and like their persona really. And uh, I got Bennett from the start. He's the boy. There you go. Good, good on you, Bren. But yeah, that was that was quite the week. So definitely looking forward to next week. Be sure to tune in um, next Tuesday for for the fourth episode. But um, yeah, now you know another thing that we all watched this week. Hope you guys all watched it. It is. Borat 2, um, Borat subsequent movie film, the delivery of prodigious bribe to American regime for make benefit of once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. And uh, let me tell you, I mean, it was just refreshing to have new new movie come out and a new comedy and have something to laugh at here. And um, But if you guys haven't watched it yet, go ahead and watch it on Amazon. 
If you haven't watched it, skip because we're going to go over it. Yeah, skip through this. Um, spoilers ahead. But um, skip to the next part. But watch it on Amazon Prime Video. It's free on there. And if you haven't seen the first Borat, it's also on Amazon Prime. So watch that. I just want to talk about watch that. Watch the first one first. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, it's a stark difference in quality between the two, in my opinion. But, yeah, Brent, I just want to hear, you know, what, what are your thoughts on it? So, first off, um, love the first one. We even rewatched the first one after I finished the second one. And the first one was so funny. It was brilliant. Like, that, that comedy was insane. This one was kind of disappointing. Don't get me wrong, it definitely had its moments. But, you know, really, like, it, like most sequels, it wasn't the first one. Because you, you want to see the first one over just in a different way, but at the same time, if you saw it over in a different way, everybody would just be like, oh, it's the same thing, just in a different way. So, you can't do that, I understand it, but, you know, me personally, I'm just tired. Like, I, like I, I want to watch a movie, and, like, I kind of want to get away from reality. And all this was was political stuff. He went through political stuff last time, but not not as like severe. Mm-hmm. And like I mean, I, like I don't care. Like a lot of it was funny. Like that song that he sang, um, that that ending part where they like ran into the hotel room. Like I mean, that that was funny. But like, gosh, I mean, I just want to get away from politics. Yeah, I mean, politics is just inevitable at this point. It's just in everything. But it sucks. It, it sucks. I wish we could get away from it a little bit and separate ourselves, but um, I, I think that's just kind of a part of where we're at right now, and especially right now. I know he wanted to get this movie out before the election. Um, it, it even had makes it. sense. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, I mean, um, you know, we'll go through the, the plot real quick. Which just says um, this is what Wikipedia says about it. it. Says Borat humiliates Kazakhstan, causing journalists. Borat Sagdiev to be imprisoned in a gulag for life. 14 years later, the country's premier, Nur Sultan Nazarbayev, releases him with the mission to deliver Kazakh Minister of Culture, Johnny the Monkey, to President Donald Trump in an attempt to redeem the nation. So I thought that was like a pretty funny premise to start with. And then, um, you it know. It just was not at all what it was. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. It, it was very focused on that stuff. And, you know, when it focused on Trump at the beginning, that's when it was like, okay, this is probably going to be Very you know, cool. going in, in a certain direction. And Which is whichever cool. way you lie on it, it doesn't really matter. It's just like, I feel like in general we would love to see things that are more authentic and more you know, Not original. Yeah, it's... Wait, I mean, which, you know, at the end of the day, whatever, like, was it funny? At times. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, like, we, we need to get away from this whole political stuff. We need to make movies. Movies. Yeah. If you had to give it a golf score, what would you give it? 102. 102? What's par? 72. All right. There you go. 102. All right. Yeah, that's... Um, so, 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 lower score, better for golf. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. For those of you that don't know golf. But, um, so basically, yeah, what I thought about it, I thought it was... I thought it was actually really funny. There was a lot of stuff that made me laugh out loud. Several laugh out loud moments for sure. Um, definitely a couple moments where you almost just gasp and like, 
hold your mouth open you're just like oh god like can we please fast forward through this like can this be over already I remember the part where they're at the debutante ball and they're dancing I've never been like so polarized by a scene before it took me in one direction of laughing my absolute ass off at the beginning when they just started dancing out there and when they were talking with like all of the dads who were saying how how much they would pay for the daughter and I was like laughing at all of that that scene that was really funny and then they get out there they're dancing and then it turns into a freaking blood fest it was like it was nuts and I was just like oh god like I, I felt exactly like all those people did in the room they were just like oh my god can this be over but yeah that was that was something and then um, I I thought. The, the rest of it, I thought the second half was pretty funny. The parts with uh, when he went on quarantine with the two, like, redneck guys, I thought that was pretty good. That kind of showed, like... That was good. That, I mean, I, I think that whole quarantine part with, um, sorry to interrupt, but, like, with him doing that and then going on stage, trying mm-hmm. to, like, once they find her on the computer and everything, I thought that was the best part. And the fax machine guy. Fact that was yes something that was hilarious was fax machines just going back and forth like they were texting like suck <laughs> that, and they text back suck question mark that was so funny how am I twenty three and still laugh at sup like that is that's hilarious that was so because great because it was a fax <laughs> what it was a fax so that wait, wait when you just got a phone and you could have been texting yeah no that was all like I mean that's probably the the hardest. I laughed at a movie in a, in, in, a, in a long time. Like, that's why I said it was kind of disappointing, but, like, at times, I mean, it just, it was Borat. Yeah. But I think one thing that Borat does do also, well, it it shows the worst in people for sure, but it also, I think, shows the best in them. So it's like those redneck guys, big, like, conspiracy theory guys, and just kind of nutsos, like, a lot of what you were hearing from them. It's like, eh, I don't know about that one, Chief, but... Um, but then, you know, get into some of the other stuff and they're just like, you know, just some good old boys. They just, I I think they are fairly like simple, but they had a lot of, you know, good intent behind some of the stuff they were doing. They took in Borat for God's sake, like for a couple weeks during quarantine. And so like, one of the things like that I like find entertaining about the Borats is just like figuring out like if this part was staged or not, if this part they knew they were like actually being filmed or not. And, like, you, you honestly can't tell. It might be the quality that is being filmed in and, like, on purpose. But, like, okay, there's no way that last part, like, they knew. Yeah. There, there's no way that, like, I mean, th- or there's no way that these guys didn't know they were being filmed. Like, that, that was just acting at that point. Like, the guys that he was in quarantine with. Yeah, I'd like to know more about that of what was staged and what, what wasn't, like you just said. That's, uh... I think it makes it so much funnier when it's not staged, or at least when you have the illusion of it not being staged. Or what, yeah, when they were covering people up um, when, during that song mm-hmm. at, at that like rally thing. I mean, that was hilarious. Oh yeah, that was. And he had the whole crowd singing. Oh. Well, then I saw a behind the scenes thing too. A, they must have figured something out about him, or I don't know what happened at the end because they were all like chasing him out of there, and he basically had to jump into an ambulance and like get driven away because uh, they were like chasing him down. So I don't know what he said or whatever, but it was it was nuts. But what was your favorite part? Uh, my favorite part was probably so no. My favorite part was the lady when she, he drops. Uh, his daughter 
off at the babysitter mm-hmm. and she basically is like his a dog to him and that's what the babysitter <laughs> thinks of it and then they go through the book and the the woman i think it's janice and she's like she's like oh no like your vagina is not gonna swallow you up like it <laughs> i thought that was hilarious janice was my favorite part of the movie she was just like the nicest woman in the world and i don't know she was so wholesome and just like a very human person in the car when she was driving and the daughter sitting there with the horse blinders on yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that for the first time and I was just absolutely floored by that that was hilarious she was funny and uh, what, one of my favorite parts was when Borat went back he was like oh I need to go get something I forgot something we were all like oh he's totally gonna go get his daughter right you know he went to go get his ball back <laughs> with the chain and yeah. she was like she <laughs> Oh, I mean, that that was just a solid part where she just, like, throws it back at him. Yeah, that whole part. And then he goes, well, and he threw it back to the the first Borat movie. He's like, will you be my next uh, black wife? And she's like, no. And he's like, okay, bye. <laughs> but, yeah, I I thought it was really good. You know, if I was, if I was giving it a golf score, I'd give it... I, I was thinking more along the lines of, like, a single hole. So I'd give this one, like, a bogey. Like I think, okay. I, yeah, I think the first Borat would be. I think it's an eagle. I think the first Borat's an eagle. I would either give this one like a bogey or maybe par. It, it's it's right along there. It's a it's a very good movie. I thought it was good. Um, not great. Definitely not as funny as the first one. Um, one thing I found out about it was it's just not nearly as quotable for sure. The uh, first one is probably. Um, and unfortunately for the ears of every mother and every person in the country, probably one of the most quotable movies of all time. How many times in college did you hear, my wife, and and I like, and... My favorite one that me and my roommates used to do all the time is like, I like sex. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. We used to say that all the time. So yeah, one of the most quotable movies. This one, definitely not as quotable. And if I were going to put it into, like, your golf score with, like, the par, birdie, or everything, first one, I would definitely say evil. This one, I would also agree. I wouldn't even go, like, near par. I think I would say bogey, maybe double bogey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. It, it's, like, it's like on the line of bogey, double bogey. Mm-hmm. But the first one was definitely an eagle. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking close to par. I think it, it, it held its own, and I think it was a great watch for... A new movie right now. Definitely happy to have just something new out there. So, um, oh, and good thing I watched it with you for a second time last night because the first time I watched, I watched it without subtitles, and I didn't know what they were saying for half of the movie because they were speaking in their language, um, and I didn't know what what they were saying. They didn't have subtitles on it the first time, and I was like okay, I literally lost half of this movie. I was like, oh, this movie kind of stinks because I don't even know what they said half the time. But then I watched it again and I got way more context in it. And I was like, okay, this is, it makes a lot more sense. The whole plot goes through and, and it, it fills out. So, um, yeah, I, I did not add the subtitles. They just popped up. Yeah. <laughs> I just clicked play and that was that. Yeah. And so, yeah. So definitely watch them with subtitles on for sure. Um, but yeah, that was a Borat subsequent movie film. And that's, I guess this is pretty apropos because this is subsequent audio podcast for Soda Culture. So um, yeah, well, 
I guess we both gave it a par and a par slash double boat or I guess double bogey bogey for Brent. But um, yeah, Borat too. Good good movie. Give it a watch still. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll get right into the the last segment of today. Um, we're going to be ranking the top five worst Halloween candies that we have. Um, I, I'll let you go ahead and start off with your number five, Brent. So so we're going five is the best, one is the worst. Like, like, like yeah. in worst category. Yes. So the best of the worst, number five. Yeah. Almond Joy. So I love Almond Joys, but if you get too many, it's kind of heartbreaking. Like, you, you, I mean, you want to see those other candies in there. You want to see, like, those good candies in there. So number five, I'm going to go Almond Joys. Love them myself, but too many, you know, it's just too much. All right. Well, I first off have to give a honorable mention, um, I guess dishonorable mention here, to the people that give out apples or dental floss on Halloween. You guys are the absolute worst to children. They dislike you very much. Um, Give out candy, please. Have you actually had that happen to you? Without a doubt. I mean, there was people that give out like pencils and stuff like that. Who? What child wants a pencil? And just a plain number two. Not even anything fancy. It was a number two. It wasn't like a Halloween no. pencil, like those circle ones, not the ones with like the octagon. Okay, those were even worse. Like those pencils suck. Those yeah, broke more than more. anything. They broke so much, and then sharpening it was so hard because the yeah. like the out or the outside would like start flaking. Yeah, and rip off. Yeah, you were up there sharpening for three minutes because <laughs> you wore down half of your pencil by doing it because each side would break off and you would never get it even and, on and there. And the kept breaking too. <laughs> and your teacher's just staring at you by the end of that. But like, come on, sharpen, please. But yeah, um, yeah. Do not give out apples or dental floss or pencils on Halloween. Nobody likes that. Um, give out something fun. Give out candy, but also don't give out milk duds, which are my number five. Milk duds stink. They, I dislike malted milk balls so much. Like, that malty taste, I don't know what it is about... It, I, maybe I'm not of the times of the old people that like malted stuff. But never liked malts growing up. I don't know what malt is. I couldn't tell you what in the world a, a malt is. Is a malt a thing? Is it a flavor? What is it? So, so like, one, I'm going to have to disagree with you. Like, I, I like milk eggs. But I also don't know what malt is. Like, you, you get the choice between a shake and a malt. Shake all day, baby. Well, yeah, shake. I also don't know what a malt is. You're right. What is a malt? I'm looking that up right now. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what a malt is, but don't throw that in those milk duds. I don't want to get that little carton that I have to open up, and you get three of them in there as well. So I'm very much not a fan. Uh, Bren, what are, we, what are we seeing on malt? Malt, okay. Um... Give, give me some time. Okay. All right. Hold up. There are a whole lot of decisions to make in a dinner. Do you want scrambled or fried eggs, hash browns or home fries, white or wheat toast? When it comes to which sweet drink to enjoy... We have a definition? No. Okay. Malted shake. Some, sometimes simply called a malt, a malted shake is one of those seriously old-timey drinks that is still found at dinners and soda fountains. What distinguishes it is malted milk powder. The evaporated powder made from malty barley or malted barley, wheat flour, and whole milk. Okay, so it's just... Um, okay, boo. It's old stuff. 
Yeah, that sounds like the most old uh, candy slash invention of all time. Barley, barley powder, basically. So, yes, screw you, Milk Duds. Bren, what's your number four? <laughs> Hold on, let me pull it up. Um, number four, I'm going to go Sugar Babies. I'm not sure what those are, but um, I saw a picture of them. And I was like looking at like, oh, Halloween candies, sugar babies pulled up. I always saw them in like my Halloween bag and I always just toss them away. I don't know if I like them or not, but they always looked weird. So I always threw them away. So I'm going number four, sugar babies. They look disgusting. Also, I feel like another old timey um, candy. Yeah. It's just old timey. Eh. Can't say I ever had a, a sugar baby. Guess it's not an Ohio thing, but... Um, Alright, my number four, I'm going to go with Dots. Uh, I'll be straight up, I'm not a fan of shu- like sugar candies. I don't like the hard candies. I don't like like chewy candies. I'm a chocolate guy, pretty through and through. So I'm going Dots. All it is is just goo. And then if it's ever warm, if they ever get warm, it's just a congealed mess in there of just one whopping dot at that point. And it's I think they're gross. They're just awful. So I, I dislike dots a lot. I'm going to have to agree with that. Dots suck. Especially like there's not much flavor, if any flavor with them. Yeah. So so dots. What's your number three? My number three is going to be Tootsie Rolls. Just the chocolate ones. Too many people hand those out. Yeah, they're good, you know, every once in a while. But I mean, there's so many better just chocolate uh, flavors. So you have Hershey Kisses. Amazing. But then Tootsie Rolls is like, nah. But what I have to, what I do have to say about that is the fruit ones are fire. The fruit ones are so good, but the the chocolate ones, it's just like, oh come on, you you could think of something better than that. Yeah, I'm. I think Tootsie Roll is probably it's got to be like a product of the Great Depression or something like that. Like, like, I, a, like a Twinkie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's something that definitely came through a time where people didn't have a lot. And I don't think anybody has ever been excited about getting a Tootsie Roll before. Um, I'll eat them if that's the last thing that's in my bag. Like if I'm down to the last candy and I'm there, I'll eat a Tootsie Roll. But I've never been excited. Never really been like mad per se. It's probably the most neutral candy I can think of. So I don't hate it. I think it's a a good choice. Like nobody really wants it on Halloween. Mm -hmm. So a good one. But... They're probably pretty cheap, too. I don't know. Right, they've got to be cheap. Yeah, for sure. I don't know what goes into them, but it's probably nothing. What's your number three? Uh, I'm going Mike and Ike's. Um, those things are, like I said, it's kind of in line with dots to me. They're just harder dots in a different shape, in oh, my opinion. so wrong. Not, not a fan. Saw people buy them at basketball games and stuff growing up. Never, never liked them. I, I don't get the hype. Oh, I mean, first off, I know I said this, but you're wrong. Mike and Ike's are fire. Mike and Ike's are probably in my top 15 candies. Okay, Maybe top, even top 10. How many candies are there to go top 15? Like, okay, that's, top, that means it's probably in your bottom 15. Too. Probably top 15. Or probably top 10. Okay. Mike and Ike's are good. You need to give them another shot. Uh, can't say I'd, I want to. So, yeah. Mike and Ike's. Not a fan. Go ahead. Okay, number two. Before the worst one, I'm going to go gum. Double bubble. 
If you're handing out double bubble, that gum that lasts about 10, 15 seconds of flavor, you suck. No one actually chews that, like, for the for the reason that they're, like, putting in, like, a um, extra piece of gum. Like, if you hand out gum as a candy for Halloween, you suck. I want candy. I want my Snickers. I think gum is a fine treat, but it is... At a bad time of the year to be giving it on Halloween. It's the wrong time of the year. Gum is a great one on Easter because that's the time when baseball is starting and you get out there to your practice and you can throw one of your pieces of gum in after that. But at Halloween, you're not wanting gum. You want to eat a ton of candies, so you're not just going to be chewing the one thing. You're going to eat your whole bag that one night and that gum is going to sit to the side until probably going to sit in your cupboard and get all hard in in the thing and you have to throw it in at some point and break your teeth on it so I, I, yeah i think it's just at the wrong time of the year to be getting that gum i agree and you know i i love me some gum especially some double bubble when i used to play uh, baseball but you know that would all only last like so long i would spit it out and i'd throw in my seeds mm-hmm. so like i mean eh, like just don't give it out for halloween yeah, true. Um, I'll go my number two is Three Musketeers. Uh, like I said, I'm a chocolate guy, but I think Three Musketeers stink. They are awful. I don't I, – oh, I know what it is. It's the fluffy uh, whatever it is inside yeah, what of is there. It? It's some I, – it, I just call it fluff. It's literally just a fluffed candy. I don't know. Fluff sugar something like that. I think it's so awful. There's – the texture of it is awful. The consistency is terrible. You bite right through one of those things, and then there's no chew to it. And I, I very much dislike a Three Musketeers, especially a uh, little mini one. You know, you grab in there, you feel your minis. You're thinking Snickers. You're thinking uh, mini Twix, maybe a Milky Way, even. Yeah. And you pull out a Three Musketeers. You see that silver wrapping. Throw that back in the bag. It's back in the bottom. You know, that, that's a sleeper one. Like, I definitely didn't, like, uh, think about it. But, I mean, you're so right. It's like, you see it and you're like, oh, forget this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just throwing it back in the bag. Like, what What even is that in the middle? Couldn't tell you. But I, I tried to look it up and it said fluff. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. They don't even but, want to tell you what yeah. it is. Yeah. It's, it's tears from the children that got it in the past. But um, I think we both have the n- same number one tonight and i i hope everybody else thinks this i think you're in the minority if you like this and i'm gonna we're gonna say it on three okay all right one two three candy, candy corn. corn yes okay we did screw candy. you candy corn if you've <laughs> ever given out candy corn in your, your life you need to it's also kind of gross it's like they don't come in packets <laughs> yeah how do you give out candy corn you just throw it at people i don't know but it, but it is it associate associates with Halloween and it's the worst. It doesn't even taste good. What is it? Uh, sugar. I think something that might be even worse than candy corn is the candy pumpkins. You ever seen yeah, those? Yeah, they're yeah. probably made out of the same thing, but they're just larger, and so you just have more of it. It's like, what is candy corn? It, it stinks. The only reason that we ever have it at my house at home is for decorations. My mom fills up like a jar with it and just to to look good next to her candles. Yeah. And she just throws, know, exactly. throws a candle in there around it. Besides that. I've never eaten a candy corn in my life in the past 10 years by choice. I bet you that is honestly why they're like, whatever company makes it, why they're still in business is because people buy them for decorations. Yeah, they look good. 
This is a candy that looks very appetizing, and it looks like it should be decent. You want to grab a whole handful, throw those suckers in your mouth. Kind of like an M&M. But you throw it in there. That's a mistake. That is a mistake (laughs) beyond all measures. And you regretted that right away once you did that. So candy corn, you stink. Um, If you like candy corn, I mean, God bless your soul, but I, I think you're probably in the minority on that one. So what is your... Favorite, just number one, favorite candy to like get in there, peek in and be like, oh, yes. Not not that your most favorite candy ever, but like the one that you see and you don't see a lot, but you're just like, oh, yes. I mean, growing up, I think it was, well, obviously when you go to that, you know, ritzy part of town, you get the full candy bar. Oh, thank you for those people who gave out the full candy bar. You had money. like that's I'm going to try to be one of those people in my life. I hope so. Bennett, you know Bennett hands out full candy bars. That guy definitely hands out full candy bars. Um, Claire, Claire, she hands out candy corn. She, <laughs> yeah. No, no yeah. Claire hands out pencils. <laughs> Claire hands out pencils. That's that's what she does. Bags. But Claire, we hate you. We do. We hate you. But I think growing up, my favorite was probably like Reese's at that point. And I don't come at me with saying that I say it wrong. I know I say Reese's and it's wrong. It's I say it's Reese's. Reese's. I say Reese's. I know it's supposed to be Reese's, and I also say Reese's Pieces. Uh, don't hate on that. Um, but, no, Reese's coming up was, was always gold. I just love the peanut butter, I think. Uh, but nowadays, I think my favorite has morphed into Crunch Bar. And I, I think Crunch Bar is like a sneaky number one candy bar in, in general for me. I love, love those. Um, See, at the top of my list would be, you know... Crunch would be up there, like it's one of the sneaky good ones. But my favorite, like sneaky one that you don't see a lot, but you pull it out and you're like, yes. Baby Ruth. Uh, that sounds like an old person candy to me too. And what? I, I don't know if I've had a Baby Ruth since maybe I trick-or-treated the Dude, last baby time. Baby Ruths are so good. Definitely never like craved them. Well, maybe yeah, I don't crave them, but like they're the sneaky good ones. You're just like, oh yeah, so maybe we're, like you forget about them, but they're so good. Yeah, I mean those are those are great. There, um, love my crunch bars. Also for everybody, just PSA: I have recently found out that these are the best things in the world. It's dark chocolate mini Reese's, Reese's cups. They are amazing. Get them; they're they're fantastic. I swear by them now. I'll. Hand them out to everybody on Halloween this year. Sponsor us before you. Uh, yeah, that let's out. let's get let's get Hershey to to let's sponsor this podcast. Let's cut that part. Let's out. cut the check. <laughs> cut the check, Reese's. But, um, but yeah. So those are those are the worst candies. Don't don't give those out. Don't be those people. But I guess uh, that's gonna wrap it up for today's episode of Soda Culture, the subsequent audio podcast for our show. Thanks for everybody for tuning in today. Uh, we appreciate it. You coming back for the second one. Be sure to uh, give us a listen and give us a share on Spotify. We're, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, really anywhere that you can find podcasts right now. Um, be sure to subscribe and to share them. Um, we might be doing a little bit of promo with that here shortly for people to uh, share and follow us as well. So um, also go follow us on social media. Our Insta and Twitter handles are both Soda Culture Pod. And um, Brent, tell us where we can find you on social media. 
Yeah, so Instagram and Twitter, it's super easy, at Bren Mullins, B-R-E-N-N-M-U-L-L-I-N-S. Super easy, super basic. Uh, follow me, and Colin, what is yours? Yeah, you've got it. So my uh, Instagram and, I don't know if it's Twitter, but you don't even need to follow me on Twitter per se. But my Instagram is underscore Colin Peters. Uh, this Colin with two L's. And I, I think my Twitter is call.me.colin. Um, and I can't change it. I tried to change it, but I don't know how to right now. So um, give us a follow on there. And you know, uh, follow me on Snapchat. Let us know what kind of suggestions you guys have for the pod, what you'd like to hear next time, what you'd like to talk about. My Snapchat is crpeters15. And uh, Bren, round us out. Yeah, so um, I guess my Snapchat, uh, don't judge me, it's whitecoco15. I made it super young. (laughs) (laughs) Super brutal, super brutal. Um, Only a few people would understand that. And um, shout out to Jaden Gray and shout out to Caleb Orball. I think and Rex Sutton, you guys might be the only three that understand that. But round us out. Listen, guys. Hit us up on the social medias, literally DM Soda or yeah, Soda Culture, and just let us know what you want us to talk about. Let us know what you guys want us to hit on, and we will do that. Uh, keep following, retweeting, liking everything, and we really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, we appreciate it, guys. Uh, you guys take care, keep it popping, and one thing we're hoping here in the, in the short future is to have uh, a guest on here on Spotify. Hopefully, some of you guys will all recognize and know. So um, keep it's listening. It's in the works. It's getting close. It's in the works. So uh, everybody share, subscribe, and we will see you next time. Keep it popping, y'all. That's soda culture, baby.